Hello Aquarius friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aquarius July 2021 Astrology Must Knows. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com to see the long list of monthly free goodies that I have for you. We've got a very exciting month as usual, always lots going on in the stars to talk about. I'm going to give you my top must knows for Aquarius. So the first thing to note about this video is that this is for you if you have mer um, your Mercury in Aquarius, your rising in Aquarius, your Sun, your Moon, even Venus or Mars. Some people go, like to go really deep into their charts and any of your Aquarius placements, this video will be a piece of your astrological truth. The second thing to know is that if you are a late degree Aquarius, so if your birthday is around February 11th through the rest of the sign, or if you have Aquarius placements around um, 20 or so degrees through the rest of the sign, then I would also suggest that you watch my Pisces video because late degree placements have a more complex read and you need to get more information for your total picture. Okay, so what are the must knows for this month? The first biggest thing to know is that we are finally out of the shadow of Mercury retrograde as of July 7th. So for the whole rest of July, all of August, and, and until around September 8th, we are in one of those beautiful, glorious open periods, as I call them, which is free from personal planet retrogrades or their shadows, which means that it's time for big decisions, clarity, momentum, Basically, when we're in the shadows or in the retrograde personal planet times, we have confusion. Things get cast into doubt. Things get busted up. We don't can't really plan things or, you know, put more than just look more than two steps ahead of us. So it's a really, um, you know, a, a time for going backwards and inwards. But now as we step into this launch time, as I also like to call it, then we are um, getting that clarity and that momentum and forward movement. More things that are very well supported during this brilliant launch period from around July 7th or around September 8th are engagements, weddings, big parties, travel, major plans, big agreements, major expensive purchases, redesign, redecorating, anything having to do with agreements, starting new businesses, adding different divisions onto businesses, looking for jobs, finding jobs, changing work, anything bold, anything important, moving, like your physical house where you live, your housing, selling houses, buying houses, anything like that, investing, all of those types of things are the things that are amazing to do in this brilliant launch period from around July 7th through around September 8th, kind of those, those dates in there. So basically most of July, all of August, and the first part of September is just free flow in the stars. So another major must know is that we are going to see some afterquakes from the May and June eclipses. Eclipses bring in radical changes, crazy endings, wild new beginnings, and sometimes that information comes in, especially this time we had Mercury retrograde, so the information comes in and we don't really know what it's going to look like or things might seem delayed or we don't know quite how to use the information or the information comes in but how it's going to roll out gets stalled out. But now in July, you'll start to be able to make these decisions with the information that's come in. Some people will actually get their eclipse news this month if they haven't gotten it already 
and more eclipse news can come in if you've already gotten news. So you do have, as I call these, after quakes. Definitely watch my May and June videos to see what areas of life were affected by these eclipses because you will be seeing these storylines run throughout the rest of the year. So it's very important to understand what's going on there. Now, Jupiter is in retrograde, and this is most notable for Aquariuses because Jupiter has been going direct in your sign. So we've got it in Pisces, it's going, it's going backwards, and towards the end of the month it is going to get back into Aquarius. Now, there are two things I want to talk about with Jupiter. The first is that if you are a late degree placement, so if your birthday is from see around February 12th through the rest of the sign or if you have degrees from between 22 degrees and the rest of the sign then you are getting extra focus from Jupiter um, because of the way the retrograde pattern is and you're also getting strong focus for the whole rest of the year if you're in that late degree group especially between those degrees but everybody is always affected by Jupiter no matter what is going on. It's just the exact uh, connections with your Aquarius placements are over now if you are before around um, February 12th or before 22 degrees, okay? And everybody else, you've got a very strong concentration. So Jupiter expands, it brings, sometimes it can make big ruckuses to help you solve problems and you know make something seem worse, or sometimes it can just be benevolent news and wonderful luck and expansion beyond your wildest dreams. Okay, so you know Jupiter is pretty, pretty big deal. So you can definitely also watch my video called Jupiter in Aquarius for Aquarius. And here I will give you all of the information about what Jupiter is doing and what you can expect to see regardless of whatever your Aquarius placement is for the whole of 2021. But something that we can talk about now is what Jupiter has been introducing as it moves into Pisces. Even though it's just a short period of time, and those of you right at the beginning of the sign, the first five degrees or so, so like um, February 19th through February 25th or something like that, then you all are, are going to feel this the most, but you're still for the whole house, that's from the Placidus perspective, but from the whole house perspective, Jupiter is starting to accentuate the second house of money and that's for all Aquarius placements. So you're going to get a little taste in these months here in the you know May, June, July of what Jupiter is going to be like once it gets into Pisces in 2022. And this has to do with expanding your money sector. Now, one time I did a really fun um, group study in my astrology program about people who have a massive amount of money that are famous people. And a vast majority of those people had Jupiter in the second house. Now that was natally, they had that always with them. But that gives you kind of a little bit of a an idea of what Jupiter transiting through the second house would look like. Many people will in increase their income tremendously. And if you're not increasing it now, the seeds are being planted for your future income to really soar. Big expenses can also come in, but sometimes that also means major purchases of things that you've been wanting, like accomplishment in the material realms. Also, if you're a person who's been wanting to get more sustainability, like you know, different kinds of alternative um, 
off the grid or alternative um, fuel and just basically living more sustainably from the environmental perspective, Jupiter can also fuel that. So you might start to see signs of those types of things coming in for yourself, whether it was your goal or not to do that, Jupiter is, is expanding that area for you. Okay, so something else that we have going on is we have quite a few um, Pluto oppositions. And the Pluto oppositions are about ego and control and things being at odds with one another. Sometimes it's an ordinary person who's not using their power in the best way, or sometimes we could be accused of being that person from somebody else who feels like a victim, which which may or may not be true. It's just this this drama of tyrant versus victim often plays out with Pluto opposition. So you might see some storylines of that coming through, but they usually push through pretty quickly when it's with these personal planets as it will be. And there is going to be for Aquarius a special subset of energies around the seen and the unseen realms. So basically like everything material and visible and reasonable and logical versus the unseen and the less visible and the more spiritual or emotional or on the inner planes. And so those two areas might feel at odds within yourself and, um, and you'll have a chance for that to be rectified and balanced out more. Something else that we have going on that's a must know for Aquarius is we've got a lot of Cancer energies. Now, while Cancer energies don't make the easiest angle with your placements, it still can bring in some amazing blessings this month because we have an abundance of sweet aspects in the earth and water realms. So this can give you boosts to your intuition. This can enhance your emotional IQ and your deep intimate experiences. This can help you feel more understood or heard and can help you to listen and understand some key people in your life whose relationships with whom you might be trying to improve. So you can have a lot of headway there. There will be a strong focus on home and family and real estate and housing and home-based work continued from these, you know, cancer energies that rule this fourth house of home and family. So you might also be traveling to a place that feels like home or was home or seeing people who are your family or who feel like family. The combination of the continued Gemini energies from Mercury still being there and also having um, these cancer energies often combine travel with seeing people who are like relatives to you. Now, because we have strong Cancer energies, but we also have strong Leo energies this month, and we do have not just the Sun starting to get into Leo towards the end of the month, we have Venus and Mars in Leo. And when this happens, I, something like this happens, I really love it, especially for Aquarius placements, because an overabundance of water at the same time is kind of drowning for Aquarius placements. But because there's a little bit of water and there are some nice aspects in water, and we have all this fire, which is better suited, a nicer angle for you, it could balance out some of the heavy emotion that tends to come when the planets move through Cancer and add more zest and kind of act like a, a flame 
uh, which is the Leo, boiling the, the pot of water, which is the Cancer, which can spur to action. And this is a fantastic month to be spurred to action because you have all the clarity and the oomph and the zest and the support for the forward movement, for the plans, for the launches, for the big decisions like we had talked about earlier. So just kind of imagine this month, think of July and think of a big pot of water and this big flame under it and things are getting bubbly and zesty and, you know, some of that can be um, you know, little arguments or challenges or things, you know, getting worked out. Um, and some of it can just be pure fun and awesomeness. And speaking of which, Venus and Leo are going to make a conjunction together and they're also going to be traveling in close proximity for several weeks for this month. Now this is especially notable for Aquarius because Leo energies oppose your placement. So this can bring extra focus on relationships, especially for Aquarius, because not only are the, the um, you know, male-female energies um, of the Venus and Mars, our male and female parts of ourselves and our different types of relationships coming into the cosmos for everybody to focus on, the Aquarius placements also have your seventh house of relationships accentuated by these movements and the, this um, long conjunction. So this can be fantastic for collaborating, for new love and romance, for love and romance in your current partnership. This can bring in amazing ideas and fresh insights into any issues you might have and help you resolve them. They can also bring in great collaborations and people to help you with things that you need help with. Like I said, there could be some bumps because there is an opposition. And you notice I talked about the Pluto oppositions. Now we're talking about how these Leo placements create oppositions for Aquarius. But this isn't something to fear. The way that I see oppositions is, first of all, must know that you might have to do a little more work to get at the gold, but the work you do will be worth it and very productive. And you could accomplish some very long-term things with getting through any conflicts that come up. And most of these conflicts will be mini conflicts because they're having to do with personal planets having aspects and those push through pretty quickly. But they do tend to bring into the conscious realm things that were under the surface. That's why astrology works because astrological, well, because we live in a microcosmic reality where everything outside is inside and everything inside is outside. So the placements of the planets mathematically and in all of these different energetic um, archetypal sections of the sky, that snapshot that happens at our birth is internalized in our wiring, in our being, in our brain, in our essence. And when the planets outside come and make angles to those placements inside, it interfaces with our aura and our experience. And that's, that's what astrology is basically all about. But what happens is that we've got these unconscious factors that are directing our lives. Some are great, some are challenging, some have to be worked out. But I firmly believe that any challenges that we have in this lifetime, as we work them out, we get to have great joy. Now, if you're a person that doesn't believe in multiple lifetimes, this still works because you get the joy from, from working out a problem and you enjoy that for this lifetime. If you're someone that does believe in multiple lifetimes, things that you work out in this lifetime, you get to enjoy in other incarnations. Um, that's, that's what people believe. I believe that myself. So there's all of those possibilities. So anytime something works out and you resolve it, it not only helps you in the short term, but it helps you in the possibly very, very long term. Another way that I like to look at um, oppositions, and this is a major must know, is their resistance. 
and, and resistance is really important in our lives. We can look at the laws of physics all around us and see very many ways why resistance is necessary for life. And so sometimes we need to have some fire underneath that emotion, that water, boil up and bring us to action. And you'll have plenty of opportunities for that this month. Okay, so the last thing that I wanna talk about has to do with a list of fire air goodies. We've got four, one, two, three, yes, four fire air goodies. One of them we talked about, which is the Venus-Mars um, series of conjunctions, but we have three other things. So the first is that we've got a beautiful fire trine with Mars and Chiron on July 2nd. Now, all Aquariuses can experience goodies from that. And also, by the way, we also have another trine with Chiron. Venus will come and make that trine on July 7th. And there are some similar energies with these aspects because they're both with Chiron and they're both the most fabulous aspect in all of astrology, which is the trine. So when we have nice aspects with Chiron, Chiron is the wounded healer. And so any work you did on healing your belief in woundedness or your experience of woundedness can now shine really well through glowing self-esteem, through confidence, through believing in yourself and then accomplishing something from that belief, from um, respecting yourself and making better choices, being more discerning with certain things in your life. It can have to do with making money, like feeling better about yourself and earning money, or feeling more strong. Also your physical body, like strengthening your physical body from injury or from weakness or illness. These aspects can also show progress in those arenas. So we've got the whole first week of the month is really supercharged with these beautiful trines that are great for all zodiac signs, but especially for the fire and air signs like you all. Now, like I said, it, it can unequivocally positively affect all Aquarius placements, but those of you near 12 degrees, or that's basically like February, the days around February 2nd. So we'll say like the last few days of January, the first, you know, week of um, February, or we'll say like seven degrees through 17 degrees, the closer to 12 degrees you are, if you're watching for another, you know, Aquarius placement, you know your degrees, you all will get even extra kisses because of the exactness of that relationship to your placement. Okay, so then we've got, all right, we talked about Venus and Mars in this beautiful Leo configuration and that's going to be a potential awesome thing for all of you, but those of you close to 19 degrees will get some extra kisses from that exact conjunction when that occurs. It will oppose you, but that still can be very positive. 19 degrees is about the days around February 9th. So we'll just say like February 4th through February 14th, and the closer to February 9th, the more intense. And if you're watching for your um, another placement and you know the degrees, then it would be like 14 degrees through 24 degrees. Um, and the closer to 19 degrees, the more intense that placement would be. Okay, so the last thing I wanna talk about is the full moon in Aquarius. Whenever we have a special moon event in our sign, it's, also, it's always very notable. And so the full moon in Aquarius on July 17th, which you can feel in the days before and the days after, not just on that day, 
can bring fullness, completion, fruition to anything important in your life, any area of your life, but some things that are especially affected have to do with your image, your physical body, your appearance, your um, the way that you're presenting yourself to the world, like how you want to be known, recognition, and those kind of things. Now, all Aquarius placements can get goodies from that, but those of you really early in the sign, I mean, it's 21st, 22nd, 23rd, like those days around there, or the first five degrees, the closer to one degree you are, the more exact, those of you, you all will get an extra, um, an extra experience from that. Now, of course, we know full moons. If you ever watch any shows that have mysterious things going on or troublesome things going on or anything going on, there's always that full moon in the in the back of this, you know, in the sky, in the back of like the acting scene, right? Because everybody knows that the full moon can not only bring magic and elucidation and bring out hidden information that can be wonderful and beneficial and bring things to fruition and completion, it can also bring ruckuses and it can bring those unconscious factors of emotion out in a big way. And so there could be some of that that goes on. And those of you who are close to one degree or right, you know, at the beginning of the sign, then you all might have some extra mischief from that as well. So hopefully it will work out well. But any mischief that comes from it usually tends to blow over quickly and, um, and often there's something positive that comes from any ruckus that comes. If you would like even more information about the starry opportunities ahead, then definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and sign up for my free email newsletter list. I only send out a few emails a month and they are all chock full of how you can make the most of the starry opportunities. Plus you get all kinds of other VIP freebies and extra exclusive things by being a member of my email list. Since most of the work I do for you is free, it's hard to sometimes keep track of everything I do. I do have information when you click on the more button in, um, on this video, or if you're listening to the podcast version in the notes underneath the podcast, you can connect in with all of these free things I do, the podcast, the videos, the blogs, the interviews, and all kinds of goodies. And now at AnnieHelpsYou.com, right on the front page, I have a better organized list of all of these resources so you can check that monthly and be taking advantage of all the things I do for you. If you would like to be an astrologer as your profession, make sure that you go to LoomLife.com, L-U-M-E, Life.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity. You will find free courses there as well, and you will find my paid courses. And one of the paid courses is this astrology program, Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course. If you think I put a lot of details into my free offerings, you should see what I do in my paid offerings. It's really, really, really comprehensive. So I can definitely teach you everything you need to know to be a successful professional astrologer, earning money for your love for astrology. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.